BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Tunnel Talk, a no facts, all feelings wrestling podcast on the Social Suplex Network. I'm Allie. I'm Ann. And I'm Leah. How are you guys doing? It's, at least it's almost the weekend. Dar Williams, February, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I have lost <laughs> to February, huh? <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> How are you, Allie? Uh, I don't know. I lost. <laughs> I lost. I'm not hanging in there. Although it did get up in the 50s today. But I'm tired of being in the part of the year where we all have to really just be exchanging the temperature a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you have to. You really have no choice because it's like yeah. you got to be like this. What's going on here? But, um, yeah. Uh, Lee and I are watching Supernatural together now, so <laughs> that's that's how it's Gondor, going. Gondor has fallen. How it started. How it's going. Am I right? To just jump you guys are like Supernatural. <laughs> you guys are like almost done. What are you going to do when you hit the end? I genuinely don't relieved. know and I'm afraid. Oh, I'm okay. really, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that this is going to be a huge problem. Supernatural has oh. been uh, propping up my, <laughs> <laughs> my sanity for a long time. So if I finish Supernatural and it's not spring yet, I don't know what I'm going to do. You can watch Monk. Look at her <laughs> face. That's so sick. It's a great TV show. <laughs> We all have our individual passions, you know? I mean, I meant a good show, like Supernatural. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Supernatural is, I have to tell you guys, let's let's get frank and honest in this space. Season 14 of Supernatural is some of the direst television I have ever seen with my eyes. And just just when you say the word season 14 of Supernatural, it's like... And well. I realized today, because I was looking, I was like, how many more episodes are there? And unfortunately, where Leah, you want to say the episode we're on? We are on season 14, episode 20. We have two <laughs> really? more Did left we just- in the season. 
Wow. We that's... we just finished 19 and we're up to 20. We have two more left in the season. And then we have, there are 20 episodes in season 15. And then I'm going to have a full Menti B. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, you're going to be fine. It'll probably be March by then. So yeah, that's it's like a whole different situation. It'll definitely be March by then. <laughs> Are you I sure? hope it'll be March by then. Yeah. <laughs> We've been shoveling those episodes <laughs> through our down our down and our we have moss. another week. <laughs> There's another week yeah. of February. And it's a leap year. That's it's true. It's a leap year, yeah. seven days. Yeah. Okay, well, it could be like next week then, but <laughs> <laughs> but next week would be March. Leah, we if we we yeah. can get pace it out over seven days. <laughs> Please don't okay. watch twenty-two episodes <laughs> in seven days. <laughs> Um, but I do think it's pretty egregious that when you look at the great shows that it's like they, maybe they did get five seasons even, but it's like 20 episodes, 20 episodes, 13 episodes, eight episodes, eight episodes, you know, season by season, supernatural. It's getting at least 20 episodes all the way up to the end, all the way to the end. My God. And they do not use the time well. I would say that. They do <laughs> how not. Could, how could you say that after the Scooby-Doo animated episode? <laughs> Is there really an animated yes. episode? And we, yeah. we we got into it and we were like, why is this happening? Was this like, and I'm saying like, well, there was that new Scooby-Doo animated show like a couple years ago. Maybe this was like, a, you know, what's its corporate synergy uh, thing. Mm. So I looked it up. No, the timelines don't match. I, instead, I find an article about the episode where the only explanation for why it happened is just that the show creator just goes, we always thought that Scooby-Doo would be a great fit. And that it would be fun to do an animated episode. It was like, you always thought that Scooby-Doo would be a great fit. <laughs> Leah, maybe you should start watching Scooby-Doo once you run out of Supernatural episodes. Wow. I think that that would be really good for my personality. <laughs> if I just became a font of like Scooby-Doo references, like yeah. if we're watching wrestling and I'm like, this reminds me of a Scooby-Doo episode. I have to tell you, I don't think that would happen because I have watched a lot of Scooby-Doo actually. And you don't remember most of what happens. To be quite honest. It's a, uh, it's a fast flowing river. Okay. There's kind of like one Scooby-Doo plot, right? And yeah, pretty much. How, it's just yeah. a man in an outfit. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. The new series, Mystery Inc., which I don't recommend, to be clear. Um, I don't want to talk about things that have happened to me that's like a reason that I've watched. You know, I don't know why I've seen it. <laughs> I have. But anyway, that one has some slightly different plots because they toy with the idea that magic is real. And sometimes mm. it is. But mostly they do just solve mysteries where it isn't. So... Hmm. Interesting. They really play in the space. And again, <laughs> it's not a recommendation as such. I do like a conception of the world that's like magic mostly isn't real, but once in a while something weird happens, but <laughs> mostly. No. Yeah. It's well, it's a real overarching magic plot, but then just the week to week stuff is not magical. Hmm. Mostly. Interesting. So. Uh, did you guys uh, did anyone take in any like media that we can that we can brag about this week that we can speak well of ourselves <laughs> for? Did any of you enrich your minds, myself included? I've been watching Ooh. True Detective season four. I don't know if that's mind enriching, but you tell me, I haven't seen it. How's your mind actually, feeling, Dan? Well. That some ghost stuff started happening, and unfortunately, oh. a certain kind of ghost thing will really freak me out. So then I had to stop watching it, which is a little bit embarrassing. Oh, but no. I am going to finish it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's good. It's very atmospheric. I mean, it's you know up in Alaska in the 
the long night and I don't think it would that would be good for my mental health. I know it wouldn't, Anne. I (laughs) know it would not. I don't think that you should move to Alaska. No, no. No. Okay. And Leah's well, just now that we've nipped that in the bud. It's <laughs> looking at me. She goes, I've been watching Supernatural. I haven't been enriching my mind, so let's move on. <laughs> I started reading a Stephen King book, but it's not enriching me yet. And probably won't. Which book? It's called Finders Keepers. And one interesting thing about it, I will say, and I love Stephen King. Um, But it is set in, thus far, it's set in like 1978 and 2010. It's like going back and forth. And in 2010, you're in like a child's point of view. And I was listening, I'm listening to the audiobook. I was listening to it in the car earlier. And I was like, wow, Stephen King has not updated his idea of how a child would think since at least the 80s. Like, there are so many things happening in this child's perspective that it's just like, Stephen, that is not how, that's not what's happening anymore. But I kind of loved it. I was just like, oh, it's like he just said, like, this is my conception of a child's mind. I won't be changing it. And I'm not arguing with him. I think it's, it's stylistically fun, but also absolutely ludicrous. So, a little distressing how long ago 2010 was. It's a little period piece. Yeah. Well, I hadn't thought about it that way yet, Em. But anyway, I think we better move on uh, to the wrestling that we're all so excited to talk about. A uh, bit of a rough week for the girls, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it started out pretty bright because let me read the tweet that delighted me and continues to delight me today from AEW on TV, where they said, this is your 60-minute warning (laughs) to get your snacks, group chat, and other sundries together as AEW Dynamite goes live at 8, 7 Central on TVS Network. I read that and was just like, oh, thank you, AEW on TV. I will gather my snacks, my group chat, and my other sundries. All we did was ask our group chat what sundries we'd gathered, and we really got quite a little litany from everybody. When I came up to do this podcast, I thought, oh, my sundries, I better get them. And I did. Let me tell you, I brought them up here. I do think I do think it's gonna it's gonna linger in our at lexicon for <laughs> so quite a while. Intrusive. So. And it's like yeah. I don't know why. Like of course it's just a normal word, but to just be told by your wrestling Twitter that you need to make sure you gather your sundries before the wrestling starts charmed me so much. One must always keep in mind one sundries. Um, but then we hated the first hour of the show, unfortunately. Just not the best, not the best hour. We had to, we had to watch Dax Arwood for a long time. We had to watch him for a long time. Well, we don't have to talk about that yet. We are going to start with, uh, with little OC. So poor Tony Khan tweeted on Wednesday that this week's Dynamite had been one of the most hectic and impacted by injuries and unexpected availabilities ever. So... The first hour to us did really reflect that because we didn't love what was happening. Uh, So first up, uh, with a last-minute change, we had Orange Cassidy fighting Mike Bennett, um, which was not scheduled. Uh, Orange Cassidy won, but afterwards, uh, Roddy Strong and Matt Taven showed up for a post-match beatdown. And because all of... OC's friends are injured, except Rocky, who didn't, ha- who does go here now, but didn't come help. Uh, Jake Hager 
ran out to save him. Um, I guess because he is an Oklahoma boy and they were in Oklahoma. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So yep. he came out. Uh, they, he drove off the Undisputed Kingdom, helped O.C. to his feet, and left again. And apparently uh, he will fight Roddy on Rampage. <laughs> with, we had to get into this, but it's with a bull mascot ringside with him. Is that correct? It's some kind of, yeah, it's some kind of mascot. So cage side or um, cage match where I I get the card and I put it in our schedule for Allie was like uh, Jake Hornby is coming down with, or Jake Hager is coming down with Hornby. And Allie was like, who the hell is Hornby? And I hadn't even noticed it. I didn't, I like, to me, I was like, I was like, I don't know, probably a guy. Who And so <laughs> I did some Googling. Classic and I was like, wrestler, Nick classic Hornby. Classic wrestler. You know, everybody mm. knows Hornby. He was in New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's the he's a mascot. Yeah, he's a mascot. He looks to be a blue. For, for, to my untrained eye, he looked to be a blue bull. But you let us know if that's wrong. Uh, and yeah, so Jake Hager's going to fight Roddy. That's the proxy. That's the first person that Roddy has fought one on one in this whole feud. Uh, true or false? I'm pretty yeah, sure true. So. Like, uh, but yeah. And why? Why is it happening on Rampage? And why is it like J.K. Like it just is, like put that on Dynamite. Roddy's the one that has to prove himself. Roddy it's has no interest crazy. in proving himself. I mean that <laughs> that is coming through loud and clear. <laughs> yeah. Roddy's vibe in this feud is just like I. Of course, I want the belt, but I don't want to do anything to get it. <laughs> Yeah, if they're trying to hype me up to watch Roddy wrestle, it's not being very successful. And remember when they they pitched this whole feud, like the feud was starting, and we were like, oh my God, we might get to see best friends wrestle. And now we're watching Jake Hager wrestle Roddy. It's just like, <laughs> okay, well, that's... Uh, Somewhere I feel like Tony Khan is like high-pitched, and it's like, well, and I didn't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> I know there were unexpected avail- unavailabilities. I have saved the backseat. Back I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. <laughs> It's like one of those unexpected unavailabilities is just Dustin being like, I don't want to. I'd really rather not. Oh, Anyway, we'll never see any of our men again. But um, we did see uh, OC. I almost just said OC fight Jake Hager. It's like I've already forgotten what happened. He fought Mike Bennett. It was just so confusing when Jake Hager ran out there, especially because he does just look like a large OC. And it's like, is that why he feels the need to defend? OC like is Jake Hager good now what what's what's going on with Jake Hager haven't checked in lately I think the Jericho Society turned face when they uh when they turned on Jericho so I think that Danny Matt Menard Jeff Parker and Jake Hager are all faces now none of those people still hang out though (laughs) Only Matt and Danny, and I'm kind of. It's kind of like Jeff Parker. Were you supposed to take Jake Hager with you when you moved out? Because it's like he's your large man that you adopted, but then you left him in the backyard. And Matt Menard is so distracted because he's trying to get Danny into a good college that he hasn't checked in about it. So it's like, is Jake just wandering the neighborhood, like just getting fed by just people are leaving little cups of milk out for him, like a little, like a big old stray cat. And best friends is always the faction that picks up stray cats. Like yeah, always. that's true. They do. Yeah. Oh, but when you put it that way, it's so sweet to think about them. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's the one thing Dustin's still doing. It's like it's just like why is this man in here? Dustin's like I let him in. He looks sad. <laughs> but then did Dustin wrestle with them? No, it's OC out there with Hook and Danhausen and Jake Hager. Yeah, it's a classic family. Uh, 
Dustin says, yeah, come come home. There's enough dinner for everyone, but who's actually making the dinner? <laughs> who's mm, cooking it's the meal? <laughs> yeah. Who's making the stir fry? <laughs> Just imagining him walking in. Chuck Taylor is playing video games. <laughs> OC goes into the kitchen. Shaker is crouched on the floor with the fridge door open, eating a sub that he found in there. <laughs> it's just like, this man is not a house trained. <laughs> and none, the, but the thing about the best friends is they're like, yeah. You know, like Greg's actively see, sitting at the kitchen table watching it happen, going, wow. <laughs> OC walks back out and he's like, Dustin, I told you I was saving that sub. And Dustin's like, do you eat the sub? It's fine. I'll get you another sub. I'll get you another sub. But he won't get him another sub. No. No. He never will. He never will. Wow. Okay. Well, we made ourselves happy, you know. If only they were showing us this kind of promo backstage, it would really sell me on Jake Hager. It's good that we'll never see it because then I just have to see see everybody say it's dumb and I would enjoy it. Sometimes I really want to like airdrop our ideas to Tony Khan. We're like, we've really we've come up with something so smart here, and I really, like, you, I mean, you should pay us for this, but like, I would let you pitch it for free. And then there's times like this where I'm like, imagine if we did get to pitch it, and we we're like, okay, so Tony, OC standing at the stove making a stir fry. Jake Hager is on all fours eating a stuff out of the fridge. Greg is Greg at the table cheering him on. <laughs> Dustin is in the living room playing video games and has been there for 14 hours. So this is the pro- this is how the promo starts. <laughs> it sells one million pay-per-views. <laughs> you know, the thing is, uh, nobody like it's like imagine it's a it's a magic box and you reach in and you get an idea for free, right? That's what we are right now. <laughs> It's too much power for any one person if all of those ideas are usable. They shouldn't be. I mean, they're for free. What do you expect? (laughs) Some of them are going to be niche ideas that are only for fun-loving girls. It's not a crime for us to think of ourselves now and then. I do like to think, because Leah does enjoy airdropping repulsive things to people sometimes. It is is my favorite activity. Airdropping things to Tony Khan. And him looking at his phone and being like, oh, God, what is this? Oh, wow, to have that power. Oh my God, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Just some Oklahoma good times, I mean. <laughs> Just to give you guys an idea of where we're coming from, I should have said this right up front. We are playing a game at the end of the episode today where we will be sorting wrestlers into the Percy Jackson Olympus summer camp houses that are just the different (laughs) Greek gods children because they fuck so much. So (laughs) that's the game. And we've been talking about how excited we are all day. And it's like, just got to get through a couple of little topics before we can play our game. It was the idea of someone in our social suplex discord. And mm-hmm. we asked for, yes. I- we asked for ideas for games and this person came up with it. And I think all of our mouths dropped numeral. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like, we were like, that's so what it, we need. I think yeah, it was numeral. Could, thank you. Numeral. I just wanted, yes. Thank you. Numeral. Yeah. Uh, I just wished at, in that moment, I was like, I don't want to watch dynamite. I want to time travel to this segment. Yeah. <laughs> so if I you, know, and we've all been taking it really seriously. Like I gave myself a little headache because I was concentrating so hard on was, sorting them. It was hard, and it's really hard. 
I mean, I think I'm I mean, glad some that of them... we're going to talk about it together because mm-hmm. I have a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, I'll put it that way. So that's the energy <laughs> we're bringing. To the, I don't know. We're talking about Oklahoma good timing. We're talking mm-hmm. about Jake Hager and his sub. Um, <laughs> what are you going to say? You do you want to talk about OC's character? I don't feel up to it. Do you want to? No. No, no. It's just it's interesting that he cares now. I, I think one of these weeks we should get into like we should get the into evolution it. of OC. But I just thought it was incredibly startling for the doctor to be like, technically he's cleared, and for OC to be like, it technically it means I am. So therefore, I will be wrestling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who are you? Yeah, <laughs> he's really get, getting that belt. Really gave him a lot of energy. That's like a like a full Red Bull belt power up. Yeah, power up for sure. Yeah, um, invincibility star. It is very interesting. What match do you think that we were gonna get? So I guess it's like Greg didn't get cleared, or he was sick, or something. So Greggy's not there. So Greg was supposed to fight. Do you I think, think it was, was gonna be Greg to be OC versus? Yeah, I heard two different yeah. speculations. One was that it was supposed to be Greg and OC versus the kingdom but then i heard someone else saying it was supposed to be oc versus greg and i was like that can't be right because that can't be right there (laughs) i mean i would i do want to see that at some point but not like this i mean i think we have seen it yeah Yeah, we we have seen the belt but i mean i think if there is a heel turn coming you gotta set it up a little bit yeah don't announce the match 30 minutes before the show yeah yeah i hope it's good when it happens Oh, what, right. if, what if Greg betrays OC at Revolution? I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. I feel wow. so sick and sad. <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever eat again? My family, you're tearing my family apart. They should be buying subs for each other, but you're going to make them move into different buildings. <laughs> my family. I'm Dax now. My family. You're hurting my family, Tony Khan. Whatever. Okay. Uh, let's move on to talking about a member of the Undisputed Kingdom who did not come out and uh, beat down OC because I guess he was busy getting ready for this interview where he shoved Tony Schiavone out of the ring, I think. And it's Wardlow. That's the man that we're discussing. And um, he cut an in-ring promo. Okay, let's go, let's get serious because I think we've got some interesting stuff to say about this. So he cut this promo in which he was bemoaning the fact that he's gotten a ton of pushes but isn't over. And, and uh, he yelled a lot in this yeah. promo, which is pretty classic. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think it was probably a more coherent promo than other promos that he has given. But... I personally did not enjoy it. What did you guys think? Yeah, I listened to this and I was like, why do so many of these men think that whining makes them seem cool or sympathetic? And I know he was getting booed and I guess he was working heel, but it was was working heel. Yeah. If I have to hear one more of these little entitled bitches (laughs) complain that they're booking, they haven't gotten the chances they should have gotten because they're so great. Like I am just going to lose my mind. Not what I want to be hearing. I don't know why they think it makes them look sympathetic or that people will like people will be persuaded where I'm like, if you if you court the anti AEW crowd like that is a taint you can't like you then just can't get off. You know what I mean? It's like Danhausen's like in that place where it's like 
there's nothing Danhausen can do now that like is going to charm me. I don't know. It's just like I'm like Wardlow. Don't don't go where I won't follow. <laughs> it I is love- you're playing with fire. You get on your little Twitter like your Rickies and your Dax Harwoods and your yeah. Danhouses, and you start whining all the time. Like yeah. you are dead to me, and you will stay dead yeah. to me. It's very hard to come that's back from. So that. true. If you're going to play with fire, that's okay. But you are going to get burned by our yeah. asses. <laughs> by these little girlies. Um, I really didn't like it. I think it's, I'm trying to like express, cause it got, I feel like it got a little more traction than I would have expected where I was like, this yeah. is a pretty classic Wardlow promo to me where this is approximately the only thing I've ever heard him say. It's just like, I should be really big, but I'm not. And that's everybody else's fault. And I am pretty <laughs> firmly in the camp of like, I just really think it's your fault. I think that yeah. you've had a lot of opportunities and, there were so many moments when I was screaming at you to do something interesting and you just wouldn't. Yeah, it, it seemed like like his delivery was good and clear, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's what people were reacting to who <laughs> liked it, but it was just like, like, but he was saying repulsive things. And it's like, it's so annoying too when someone is getting in-ring time to give an in-ring promo and then complaining that they're like not getting enough attention. And it's like, this is... You're getting so many chances. Well, it's yeah. like if it, it felt to me like he's like he, I want that back where I'm doing one squash every single week where I do the same thing where I take a jobber and I power bomb him one thousand times and I'm like, that's why this your your career didn't take off. You killed you your never character. Never did anything else. Yeah, yeah. You killed your and character. Like, that, that can't be. Like, maybe Tony only let's. Let's do a hypothetical here okay. for a second where it's like, let's say Tony's only giving him squashes. Well, he doesn't have to do the thing where he, like, he doesn't yeah. have to do nothing but a power bomb symphony. symphony. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. could have been doing anything else. He could have been, like, he had promos sometimes in there. He could have been exploring mm-hmm. other things. He just didn't, like, and he just, so then he stopped getting the squashes and now he's sad. Yeah. Yeah. He's just convinced me very thoroughly that it's like his his natural place is to be somebody else's <laughs> goon. You know, it's like that's what he's good for. Like he's had the chances to do other things and he can't. So yeah. it's like Ricky. It's like he's an upper mid card guy at best. Like yeah. he has gotten nothing but chances to do more than that, but he's not capable of it. So and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with being those people. But like, well, and I think on. at the very least, it's like what differentiates this approach from any of his previous approaches? where it's like even when he was a face how did he lose us as a face it was by like we thought that he was going to do something with his character that we felt was really facey like that it's like you have a chance to like make yourself really sympathetic and like someone who you know stands up for other people sometimes or like who has a moral backbone of some kind and instead he was like really selfish and whined a lot as a face and so now mm-hmm. as a heel, he's doing the same thing. And it's like, this is the only content I've ever gotten from him. I'm happy to be corrected about it. But like, there were like five seconds where I thought he was going to be like a, like a basement dwelling, like loser when he was doing the three wolf moon shirt. <laughs> and I actually loved that. I was so yeah. excited for him yeah. to be kind of like a sad fucking loser. Uh, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. Yeah. So 
Wrestlers that, are really unwilling to embrace being yeah. a sad loser, and really that wins us over like nothing oh else. God. I know, and like that. I mean, that also could have been an interesting thing to, for Adam Cole to do because Adam mm. Cole is desperate to be on TV, even though he's yeah. injured, and really like that <laughs> attitude to be rubbing off on other people. But like, they could have done a bit where like uh, Wardlow's self confidence was gone, and like really like he was like not working out as much, like feeling really sad, and that like. Adam Cole, like, was like, you're part of my faction now, and kind of, like, did this whole, like, I don't know, Rocky thing. Is that what Rocky's about? <laughs> I don't know why you're asking me. Uh, do you mean, like, is there kind of, like, a training montage, or, like, someone, like, does someone, like, hype someone up? If I had to guess, probably. I do believe, yeah. I can't wait to get some messages about this. I know we will. Yeah. We don't know the plot of Rocky. <laughs> people get really upset when they find out that people haven't watched Rocky, so... <laughs> Three and is it none of us? us? Have none of us seen it? No, I might have seen it like once as a child. Girls, that's impressive. (laughs) A round of applause applause (laughs) for the ladies here. Uh, Yeah, but I'm sure there was some kind of something like that in Rocky, if I had to guess. Yeah, but I just, you know what I mean, though? Like, that would have been like. Uh, Hammy Adam Cole would have loved to do that for Wardlow. And then, yeah. you know what? He probably would have gotten us on board where we were like, climb those stairs, Wardlow. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think more wrestlers need to realize that, like, in this day and age, like, vulnerability is what gets people, like, on your side yeah. and rooting for you because yeah. they need to be willing to show, like, I am in a deep depression. Like, Wardlow should be growing, like, mm-hmm. a horrible depression beard oh and coming God. out in sweats, oh God, you know? Be, yeah. I miss, then, I miss that man we made up, Wardlow, <laughs> who's a great boyfriend who shovels your driveway. I miss him. I only I had him. him for a week, but I liked him. <laughs> there have been many times when we were intrigued by Wardlow and he's just squandered every opportunity. But it is like if you were willing to be like the most, like when Roddy was the most pathetic man yeah. on earth and we've lost that Roddy too. And it's surprising. He's being pathetic in a different way. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I've having kind of a nascent idea here where I also was like, is Wardlow so Wardlow's in the undisputed kingdom, but he I haven't seen him do like anything that kind of plays with or responds to that context. Like Mm-mm. his vibe is just kind of like, yeah, I'm technically in that faction because of circumstances, but I'm still Wardlow under pushed and I need to be pushed. <laughs> and it's kind of like, can you just respond to the things that are happening around you yeah, in a way that right, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm like, oh, this isn't like a static little you know like npc who can only say three things like mm-hmm. things happen near him and he thinks about them and they change the way he's thinking and feeling and then he says new things as a response to that that's right. what mm-hmm. i think a character should do sue me yeah. <laughs> i think interactions between characters really go a long way into establishing characters and making you interested in dynamics but uh yeah no. You know one movie where there is a there is kind of a montage where it's like someone's feeling really low but then they get hyped up? What? The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> the one sports movie that we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Wet Hot American Summer, also a great training montage. Oh yeah, well, I haven't I, I think I saw that pretty recently actually. I think I watched that with you. I think we did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> we keep getting lost in our little imagines. <laughs> and what are we doing? Bill Wardlow and uh, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs are going to be in a, some kind of a meat match, meat madness match with some other men. 
And I do think that Meet Forever is fun and funny, and I think the Meat Boys can fight each other if they want to. I don't care about this. I guess they have to find some other big men. Here's the thing. If they just do, like, a normal punch-hard match, then... Mm. Uh, that will be boring. But yeah. if they make mm-hmm. it a circus the way that one crowd yes. made it a circus against Hobbs's will last time, yeah, like yeah. I love that. It like, should be kind of gladiatorial. You want the crowd to be kind of manic in their <laughs> yeah. enjoyment of the meat sounds, the yeah. wet yeah. meat that's, sounds. That's what I want. Yeah. If, if that happens, I will get into it. But yeah, uh, if they and just, I'll be impressed with Hobbs and Wardlow if they if they understand that that circus energy is what's necessary here for yeah. a meat madness match because <laughs> yeah. last time it was Miro pushing Hobbs yeah. into it. So and yeah. Miro does <laughs> Miro understood. Best, yeah, Miro was like, we are we are seals clapping right now. <laughs> you know, I have to say, of course, we've been we've been annoyed at Miro like many times for it's like he doesn't want to do anything really, but in some ways he is an admirable, relatable king because he don't want to work if he does work he wants to look good but then when he works like he is good at what he does that is that was a real example of it's just like oh sir you do understand your art you know what's up <laughs> too bad he doesn't practice his art more no often, doesn't but, really you know. but I miss when <laughs> I really enjoyed Miro at the at the time when he used to wrestle that maybe was... he'll come back for meat madness Maybe. Yeah. Be, Maybe good Miro will finally Do we return. have any other me- meaty men? Any other big meaty men? Surely we do, but Jake Keith Hager is... Lee? Keith Lee. Keith Lee. If haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah. Jake uh, Hager is kind of not like... He's so big, but he doesn't have that round, meaty yeah. quality. You really want the <laughs> pecs to be popping in a certain way mm. for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Do you <laughs> Do you think that's uh, quite enough of that? Because I do. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's check in on the title scenes. So we had uh, Hangman, uh, Rob Van Dam, and Hook fighting Swerve Samoa Joe and Brian Cage in the main event on Dynamite. We did have a Hangman, RVD, and Hook promo that did like a little work to explain their temporary affiliation and uh, kind of advance Hangman's heel turn a little bit because he was so intense just being like, we have got to beat Swerve. <laughs> and I loved RVD and Hook just being like, okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Hangman's like, we have to hurt him. This is an opportunity to hurt him. And RVD just looked like, okay, it was the most I've liked It was RVD. a great was really yeah. charming me. What yeah. did RVD say? He was like, so I heard that Prince Nana has great, and I think he was going to say weed. <laughs> and, and Hangman was like, stop it. <laughs> It was a pretty fun promo. Uh, so they had this this six man. Uh, oh, I think Samoa Joe like choked RVD all the way out. So then the ref called it for him, him winner. They called him the winner. And um, the other thing that was going on was just that at the end of the match, uh, Hangman uh, appeared to hurt his ankle and was kind of being like, don't film me. And then there were reports that he left and his ankle was hurt. And then there were multiple back and forth in the IWC. Oh, hi Dolly. About, um, you know, his ankle is hurt or his ankle isn't hurt. And they think they landed on it isn't hurt, but who knows? And I like Jerry Lynn hopped online and said, God forbid we end on a cliff. <laughs> 
like, we're trying to put on a show here. You people keep ruining it. Honestly, a man that was can't pretend to hurt his ankle in peace around here. That was Jared literally Jared one of the like, best. It, wrestling isn't real, you nerds. <laughs> I was obsessed with that. I was just like, that's so real. Like, if I were trying to run a little theater, a little pantomime, and everyone just kept being like, oh, is it real or not? I would be pissed off. So I love Jerry Lynn just being like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I, I do love if it was a work that Hangman was being like, don't film me, and then like acting really mad about it. It's like, yeah, that man understands that oh, people yeah. understand what a work is mm-hmm. now. And so yeah. you got to work them work a little. You got to double. One work. level deeper. You got to go a little farther. It's kind of depressing that he thought he was safe backstage. And then I know. one of his... His esteemed colleagues was colleagues. like, oh yeah, SRS. He was he was walking around. He was fine. And it's like, do you know that you're putting on a show? Look, we don't know anything yeah. that's going on. And um, I mean, my my family and I all saw him <laughs> walking around backstage. <laughs> Ali, are you intimidated? Addicted to talking. Don't know shut the fuck up shut us though we shut up all the time uh what did you guys think about this match any thoughts on on kind of how it played out it was fun i mean hangman and swerve together there were very sexy moments where it's like it's multi-man and then they finally get in the ring together and they're staring and like that to me is like a very sexy dynamic when you have like a multi-man and things Mm -hmm. things are happening and then the two men who are really compelling together finally face off and everyone the, yeah. freaks out. The two out. men that are supposed to be there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Not all the extras that we gathered for some reason. <laughs> and then it was also hilarious when Samoa Joe like tried to get in on Swerve and Hangman's deal and they kept like kind of kicking him to the side and just staring at each other. The and choreography of that section was impeccable too perfect because so he really did have an energy of like and i'm here too and hangman especially was explicitly being like not to me you are <laughs> i do not think so uh did it give you any thoughts about where we're heading at revolution no oh, not no, really I'm, at all i, I have no think- idea yeah, totally still on the fence. I feel like it could go any direction, really. I think this is good. I also kind of feel like at this point, everything's been going so well that I'm like, no matter what the outcome is, I think that I'll trust it and be like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. see this play out. Like, yeah, if if Samoa Joe retains, it's like, yeah, okay, so that's fine because you know I didn't really want Swerve to win there. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. If Swerve does win, I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, hopefully it's going to be a good rain. If Hangman wins, I'm going to be like, good. I hope Ooh. I hope yeah. he gets a sexy rain and Swerve changes them. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like yeah. I can't lose. Yeah, I feel like as long as they're committed to the Swerve Hangman storyline, which it feels like they are, they've really <laughs> yeah. been keeping it going. Like, I'm cool with it. Yeah, so. don't worry. We're feeling very well fed. Unlike yeah. Wardlow, we're feeling well fed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I agree. I kind of think that Joe is going to retain just because their behavior is so, Swerve and Hangman's behavior is so insane that I'm kind of like, guys, you can't win a high, a high level sports match in this condition <laughs> when you're just so focused on each other's everything, you know, it's not yeah. going to work out for you. It's it, that has got to get, you've got to get in your own ways here. And it, honestly, it would be pretty good for Samoa Joe if he ends up like, embarrassing them in some way like I don't even know mm. how but to be like y'all thought I wasn't in this match fuck you if I was sitting here and I was like I wish there were a way that he could win this match 
and like turn around and triumph and realize they didn't notice. And I was like, I guess if it were a ladder match and if it were a ladder match, it's like he could take 10 minutes to climb up there to get his little donut. And then he would look down in triumph and it's like, they're just dry humping in the corner. Like they're angry dry humping. He's like, he's like, I won. Guys, I am still the champion. The match is over. <laughs> I like it. I like how you said that you can't have a high-level sporting event when you're so <laughs> focused on each other because it really sounded like it was like the ancient Greeks or Romans, I forget which, but they like wouldn't have sex on the eve of a battle because it would like sap their life force. And they didn't think it was manly to be like not able to control yourself, like to yeah. just want to have sex all the time. Sure. So anyway, yeah, just you wouldn't want to, you know dilute your energy you would not uh, you would not want to dilute your energy that's a little sports recommendation from the girls (laughs) don't dilute your energy (laughs) well i've just had to stare into space about that for a minute but uh any other thoughts about oh (laughs) brian cage did cut a little promo on rampage we just enjoyed that together before recording um honestly first interesting energy in a while we've said it before say it again yeah, he's really obsessed with Hook. Just extremely. His vibe is so funny right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just really fixated where he's like, Hook, I've been thinking about you nonstop. I wake up in the morning and I think about how annoyed I am by you. It's very like, Hook is taking the time that should go to me. It's like, is he? <laughs> like, of all the people, like, Hook, that's like Brian Cage like, Hook isn't taking time? that much time and you've never gotten that much time. <laughs> no, it's just like, that doesn't seem like a, that doesn't seem like the real reason that you're obsessed with Hook. And, but you know what? We, of course, would hesitate to speculate about what's going on there. <laughs> so. We just say what we see. We, we only ever we only say what say. we see. And, but sometimes we say things that we see in our minds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's science, too. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, so let's move into the daddy issues portion of the evening. <laughs> so uh, Danny Garcia came out on Dynamite for a little, like, interview with Tony Schiavone, who was like, Adam Copeland got chaired to hell and back, so he won't be able to fight. So just by default, you will get the title shot against Christian Cage at Revolution. And Danny did a promo, like a really good little promo, babyface promo in the ring, being like, thanking the crowd for getting behind him and for having his back and like the whole deal and being like, and I can't wait to, you know, really murder Christian at revolution, at which point Christian and the patriarchy came out and Christian hopped on the mic. And (laughs) we were pretty low at this point in the episode. uh, We were feeling pretty low. We had not gotten a lot of content that we were loving but we should have known the second that the second that we saw Christian in his little tank top, we should have known that man is about to give us everything we want and more. Uh, he did cut a promo where he appeared to dox Danny Garcia's mom and then was like, he said, I understand that David Garcia is your father and your father 
is dead. This, the, the stinger of that moment where you were like, it's like we were about to go into the like, oh yeah. And the crowd went ape shit for it. The roar that went up, like everyone was like, is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? He's going to say it. I was losing it in this moment because I was just sitting there like, how is he finding all of these fatherless boys? And then I was like, I think at this point, they are rat-a-tat-tatting on his door being like, please, please do a storyline with me where my you're mean about my dead dad, dad on TV. Please, my dad is dead. Please talk about it on TV. I'm begging you, Christian. I'm begging you. I, I saw a meme going around that was like a sign-up sheet for feuds with Christian. It was like, name, affiliation, years your father's been dead. <laughs> The fact that this just happened organically, too, that it, it's just, it's coming to him. You know, it feels feels so beautiful. He's so funny. He says, He's so funny. He told Danny Garcia, and I like your dance moves and gyrations just fine. She's <laughs> just like. And then he gave an address for Danny yes. Garcia's mom. And then when somebody looked it up, it was a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one's doing it like him, you know? Nobody's doing it like him. Fantastic. So then Danny wasn't happy about this. I think understandably. No, he and he said, like he said, since you know so much about my dead father, why don't you come to the ring and I'll put you in the ground right next to him. Okay, big boy. Okay, big grown up boy. So, they all want to bury Christian. Didn't Jungle Boy put him in a little Oh, coffin? put him in a literal grave, yeah. Mm-hmm. He graved him, yeah. Um <laughs> And he did say, I have to read this line, at that, the end of Christian's promo, at Revolution, I don't want to be your opponent. I want to be your father. It's like, wow. Uh, Every, everybody so, wants to be Daniel Garcia's father. Get a He's psychologist in here. Because we but got to talk about so, what's going on. It was so heartwarming, though, that Matt Menard flew up onto the uh, yeah. ring to say he has a father. He has, he has a, father. a father. And I was like, I know he does. He still has one. He may have lost a father to California, but he's still got one. <laughs> he's got a dead father, a deadbeat father, but one good father <laughs> one remaining. One good father. And that's all you need. That's all, that's you, all you need. need. Um, yeah, so uh, Danny did uh, take out Nick Wayne, and Matt Menard took out Luchasaurus, and we will get this match <laughs> and, in Revolution. And then Nick Wayne was, like, sadly leaning his oh, head against Christian right. being cradled there, <laughs> like, crying. <laughs> he so did funny. have real, like, I got a boo-boo face. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, he hit me so hard. The way that Nick Wayne is learning so much right now, like, because he already could wrestle really, really well. He was a prodigy, right? But, like, mm-hmm. being with Christian, especially in this particular run in Christian's life, yeah. I, feel, I feel like yeah. Nick Wayne is in, like, he went from high school to, like, Eaton. Like, he's, yeah. <laughs> he is he is in a master class right now. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's so funny, though, that his mom is also out there. Like, I feel like if I was 18 and my mom came to work with me, I don't know if I'd be thrilled about it, but oh, <laughs> it's yeah. working great. I got signed as soon as I turned 18 to this cool wrestling contract, and I get to be on, on TV every week. But my mom's also there. <laughs> She's it's, also on TV with me. Oh, good. Very great. like you show up to your first day of college and your mom is your roommate. She's living in the dorm <laughs> with you. She's like, surprise, but... 
you know what? They're making it work. They're doing a good job. And then before our game, our final topic really quickly, uh, Sting and Darby uh, and the, uh, there was a Sting Darby Bucks promo package on Rampage that we did watch right before recording that Darby did a voiceover on that was really normal. Like it was like everything yeah. that everyone was like, what if you said this? Maybe, bud. Last week he said it, where it's like, you really messed up our big moment and you shouldn't have done that. And you're mean and I love Sting. It was like, great. It's so simple, but so perfect. <laughs> when you really boil down a wrestling promo, it's like, yeah, it's not rocket science. No. It's kind of, kind of first grade emotion. Kind of easy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like even if they reversed what happened and like on Dynamite, uh, Darby said what he said on the voiceover and then he on Rampage, if you really wanted to make a stupid joke about Cody, you could have stuck it there. Like why, did we, great why did we do that? <laughs> You know, who can say why things happen? There's been a lot of unexpected <laughs> things have happened and there's been, you know, so it's, you don't know. But, uh, and then on, there was a package on, a uh, promo package on Dynamite this week that was Sting and Darby and it was Darby showing us, I thought this was really, I mean, even the beginning, obviously the Sting stuff, we'll get to in a minute, but even the beginning with Darby, I was like, this really feels very natural for you, Darby. You're doing a really good mm-hmm. job. He said, can I show them these photos? And it's photos of Sting with his children and he's being like you hurt Sting's children and you know it's like you have children around this age right now which was kind of like oh my god more more child threats you love to hear it Uh, and then um and then Sting uh cut his part of the promo where he explained that his dad died last week and legitimately I watched this promo on the show and then I watched it after the show and I cried like his delivery if I said this on our uh, in our group chat where I was like, not to be like, you know, it feels kind of like wrong to be like, what an amazing theatrical delivery to a man who is experiencing genuine grief. But it was just kind of like, yes, yeah, Sting, this is quite effective. When you talk about like how time passes for everybody and you think it'll never catch up with you, but it caught up with you, the way that he delivered it, the way he said it, it was just like, fuck me. Okay, yeah. Mr. Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> it was really yeah. I really enjoyed he the through most of his part of the promo, the crowd was silent yes. but in like a spellbound way where yeah. everyone was hanging on every single one of his words. And then when he finally mentioned revolution or something that was a clear cut that people yeah. cheer for, the way they instantly in this relieved way were like, Good, we can show our appreciation because yeah. you can't like cheer to be like, Yeah, your dad died, even though like you're like I want to express my appreciation. Right. I just really liked it very mm-hmm. much how the crowd was just like. They wanted the. They wanted so bad to indicate to Sting that they were like in his corner. And yeah. They, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just liked it. I like when you can tell that the crowd is like, you're doing so good and I don't know how to tell you. I know. Yeah. That's so real. And yeah, I mean, I think it was just a very, it was very masterfully delivered and mm-hmm. uh Again, like I'm really sorry, Sting. I'm I <laughs> sounded so mean. It's like that. Su- it, that sucks that your father died under any circumstances, and this is a really horrible time for it to happen. Probably, I'm sure that you are struggling with that. Um, you're a great artist, though. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, right Absolutely. through it. The art is Absolutely. top tier. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just felt so moved. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. Anything else you guys want to say about this? Not to bring the tone down. <laughs> no. no. It's, it's good. 
It's good. Hey, when it's good, uh, it's good. I, I do want, I'm hoping that this might happen on Rampage because the Bucks are on Rampage. So if they do a promo after their little squash match, I really want Matt to flip out about mm-hmm. Darby even indirectly mentioning his kids. Like I want yeah. him so bad to be like, that is inappropriate. Just <laughs> find him. A, find him. Find him. How dare you mention children? Would you threaten my children? That is unacceptable behavior. Like, I just want that so bad. Wrestling is so crazy because what do you think are the chances that uh, Matt Jackson says something unhinged about Sting's dead father? <laughs> they're not nil. They they're are not, not They're not nil. I mean, it's not as high as if it's, you know, Christian, but it's not nil. (laughs) It's not nil. Well, I I do hope he flips out. I hope he goes into big time mama bear mode. I hope it's like when he's mama bearing, his hair is just like coming out of its low pony. And he has to get a hold on himself. Put it back. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You guys want to play a game? Oh, I sure do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Leah, this is putting you on the spot a little, but because you yeah. are the most familiar with Percy Jackson, do you want to just explain the the concept yeah. of what we're doing here? Okay. So like we said, numeral, uh, this is numeral on our social suplex discords idea. If you want to join our discord, it's in our link tree on our Twitter. But, um, basically for Percy Jackson, it's like, if, uh, if, if you are the child of a God and you get sent to this summer camp where each one of the cabins is dedicated to one of the ma- 12 major Olympians and each there like, are so many children at this camp that yeah. are all around the same age like these gods are fucking constantly yeah. well, cuz this is what we were saying when we watched it we were like if this camp was outside of time and so they were from all eras in history it would be a little less insane but it really is like they're going out there night after night and they're putting yeah. in the work <laughs> yeah absolutely uh so, and, like, the children start to tend to take on certain characteristics of each one of their godly parents. And so, uh, in the series, Hera and Artemis don't have children because, like, they don't fuck around. But I I did give them. Yes. I, I broke that rule. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, they'll be having children. And in my world, I, they'll be having children. <laughs> my only experience of Percy Jackson is that first season that we watched. So I, mine are like just based on the Greek gods more oh, than yeah, like yeah, yeah. the well, Percy Jackson so situation. So I also posted to the three of us the Wikipedia cheat sheet of like what's going yes. on with each god to kind of also help. Like I, I know, and you are a. Cl- <laughs> well steeped in the classics <laughs> so you didn't need that but i was like i oh, really yeah, like needed it, it i didn't expect you guys it turns out i don't know that much about the greek gods I, and i would have said that i i mean i have i know a lot of these names but i really was i was thinking back to childhood and i was like oh yeah i had my books of uh norse mythology that i like yeah. to read but i didn't really i didn't really get super into the greeks so there's a lot of stuff here i was like okay i'm going on quora and i'm being like describe their personalities i'm trying to figure <laughs> out you know i need to know more than what they i need to know what they're like and yeah. so yeah. some of their personalities are not really well defined like poseidon He's wet. He's the ocean. <laughs> There's not a lot else going on there. Well, so, so you'll see when you get to my yeah. wrestlers. I have arguments like planned <laughs> yeah. for some of them where I'm like, yeah. if you think about it this way, this will work. Some of them I did. I am like, I will. If you guys have a better idea, I will drop mine. Yeah, but uh, another, uh, I don't, another um, feature of Percy Jackson that I did take advantage of is that if you are the child of a minor god 
or your or your parent didn't claim you, you get shoved in the Hermes cabin. <laughs> so some of these wrestlers I ha- are true Hermes children, and some of them are the are miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> now, so so great. So that's great explanation, Leah. Thank you very much. Um, I will just say, I think we'll just do this for as long as we're feeling it. So it's like, if you don't want to hear about the Greek gods, you can just drop out now. Nothing's happening after this. Um, so don't worry about that. Uh, love y'all so much. And how should we tackle this? Do you want to go person by person or do you want to go God by God? I could go either way. Cause I sorted mine by God so I could do it by cabin, but I could also sort it by I also sorted God. mine by gods, although I I could go either way. Also, yeah. Let's so. go. Let's go God by God. But if I'm skipping over, because I do, I definitely don't have all of them represented here, and I only did like half the roster because I was I was struggling a little. By the time I was getting to the R's, I was like, my God, I don't know Santana. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I shoved him in Hermes other whatever. I was yeah. just like, that's not yep. a real. That's not. That's happening. exactly where I shoved yeah. him. <laughs> Um, but anyway, if I skip a, a god or goddess that you have a cabin for, um, yeah. just yell and we'll go back. Okay, okay, so let's start with Aphrodite. Is that everyone's first one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so let everyone hit me with one. Okay. John Silver. Oh. Horny as hell. You are so right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do a thumbs so- up? You- <laughs> Wow, is that just for you? Just for me, wow. but okay, only the sorry, one time. Listeners. So we're on Zoom and Anne just just thumbs up for something, and there was like a thumbs up graphic for a moment what around the heck? her head. Weird. That's wow. crazy. It won't happen huh. again. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So John I, Silver's horny. So he's an Aphrodite. Okay. Also Max I put, Caster. I put all of the Dark Order in Dionysus's cabin. I I put that some of them works, in there too. Yeah. Yes. Party boys. I put. Ricky Starks in Aphrodite. I, I, I also have Ricky Starks. I have Matt Jackson in Aphrodite. I put Matt Jackson in Aphrodite. Really? Yes. See, I put him under Hera because it's like he's a mom and he's mean, you I, know? And I did go <laughs> I, back and forth, but I thought some of this loving but can also be jealous and wrathful was one <laughs> description I had. And I thought, okay, Mr. Hottie. And yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know. He knows he's sexy. That felt yeah. a little. Yeah. Unfortunately, the goddess of love, pleasure, passion, <laughs> procreation, fertility, <laughs> beauty, and desire. I'm like, yeah, I'm that sorry. That spoke to you. Yeah. That spoke Jackson. to me. Sure. <laughs> I say what I see in my head. Now I see why you didn't want to put Matt and Nick together. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is not an Aphrodite boy. <laughs> I really struggled because I was like, I think you don't want to split the fact up. that I didn't put them together means that they're not siblings. In this well, AU, which is like the worst all thing that's ever happened, God but siblings in a way, I think you described yeah, that to are. us. I mm-hmm, believe for sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> they're, if they're not siblings, they're like aunts and uncles. So yeah, I mean, it's all pretty close. Maybe um, I put <laughs> Anthony Bowens in there. I put Billy okay. Gunn in there. Okay, interesting. I can see Billy Gunn. I put Anna J in there, but I did not feel that confident about it. I was just struggling to place her somewhere. I put yeah. her in Hera's cabin because I was like, she's like, she's got like a queen gimmick. But mm-hmm. I did put Penelope Ford in here. I put, I put both Kip and Penelope in here. Oh, yeah. That okay. I can see that. Um, why was I going to say something? Mm, Allie. 
I also slightly, possibly controversially put Butcher and the Blade in. In Aphrodite? Well, explain yourself. It's just show your work. Show your work. She can't. She's laughing too hard. In Leather Daddy Gimp Gear. That's so true. They they have like a vibe. I don't know. I can't explain it. I couldn't put them anywhere, but Aphrodite, I I can see it as much as anywhere. I also put Roosh in there. In, oh, see, in I also, Aphrodite. I put, yeah, I put Roosh and Hera for the same reason I put Magic. Oh, interesting. In so I put Roosh and Aries, but we'll get there soon. <laughs> okay. Um, I, well, I think that's a good selection for Aphrodite. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think we did great work. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's it's an art, not a science, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really, it's about, especially with, with wrestlers, they're always changing their gimmick up and accentuating yeah. mm-hmm. different things about their characters. So... We're playing in the space, and of course, if, if you want to send us your own, uh, you know, cabin listings or whatever, please please go ahead. We'll love to read them. Okay, I have Apollo next. Yeah, so he is the god of sun, light, prophecy, philosophy, archery, tooth, tr- tooth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> god the of one. tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Truth, inspiration, poetry, music, art, manly beauty, medicine, mm-hmm. healing, and the plague. There's yeah, a lot of hot boys in this one for the manly beauty. Yes. I so I put a I put Kota Bushi in here. I did Yes, I also put Kota Bushi in here. Absolutely. I also put Dante and Darius in here and that's Action good. And yes. Yes. Hmm. I also put Excalibur in here. You know, I will say let me let me talk about two two difficulties that I've really had when trying to put wrestlers in these cabins. One, no uh, God anywhere, uh, none of the Greek gods anywhere on the internet that I could find are being described as like, this guy's slightly dim. Well, aside from like Aries kind of got described that way a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Aries, but most of yeah. it's not like, this guy's so, just going along to get along. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's so not in the Greek Percy gods Jackson, no. In Percy Jackson, Apollo is the himbo god. Okay, perfect. Oh, really? Because yeah. Apollo in Greek mythology is like, there were so many people I was like, he can't go in Apollo because he's not smart enough. So that's very funny. Because... <laughs> Uh, but I, I I ran across that issue, but then I still put Jungle Boy in there because I was like, "What? Well, that's where he's got to go, little Sunshine Boy. No matter how smart or stupid he is." <laughs> I put Mox in there for the beat poetry and oh. the uh, drop in little truth bombs on people. I put I put uh, Mox somewhere else, but I put Swerve in there for uh, the lyricalness of his Swerve his promo. Wow. Okay. And some manly I also, beauty. I don't like. I could be convinced otherwise, but I put Malachi Black in there for the same reason. In Apollo, like, yeah, because he like does his little like gods poetry completely. blank verse. Yeah, kind of okay, stuff. yeah. I think maybe I put I, like all the gods in Hades because I was just like, whatever. I can't overthink this, but yeah, I put him somewhere else. But um, interesting. I put Hangman under Apollo because he's so beautiful and he. I put you know, Hangman somewhere weird. I put him somewhere. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We're gonna unpack some things that we I did. Put, I put MJF in Apollo. I put hmm. Hikaru Shida here. Oh, I can see that. Is that I crazy? That. Is that crazy? No, it's not crazy. Okay. Wow. It's uh, the other thing. Well, no, we'll talk about it later. I just have to try and remember. Okay. Any, some of any, these guys have like a wide, like a very varied things that they are associated they with. Are so covering some of, a lot of areas. Yeah. So some of them for me got very like, well, lots of varying types of people are in here for varying reasons. Yeah. Like yeah. They're not all, like all that my Aries true. boys are pretty similar, but like yeah, my Dionysus for, boys are all over the place. 
Yeah, for Aries, for me, there's a bunch of reasons why people got put in Aries. Like, yeah. When actually, yeah. I really struggled with that because I some of uh, the 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 nature of how different people like violence is so different that yeah. I wanted there to be more than one Aries type category that I could put people in, but yeah. there weren't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also really was like looking for a lot of descriptions of of personalities that, you know, it's like how, where are they coming from? Again, just these users on Quora. But that was driving a lot of what I was getting up to because I was having, I mean, I was struggling. But I was thriving. I mean, my mind was expanding. I love that even now we're taking this so seriously. Oh, yeah. So seriously. (laughs) It's important to find their true 12 Olympian guy that they fall under. I put Kenny Omega here, but I really did not feel, I had a hard time with Kenny. Kenny under his... His like good boy mode. Yeah, like, when he's when he's belt collector, sunshine fine. Kenny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I put Kenny and Zeus, but I could I could be talked. I believe I, that I. Oh no, I didn't. Well, I don't know where he. Oh, okay. I did a little something. We'll get to it later. Okay. Well, I did something a little different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have Aries next. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Hit me with some of the Aries. Oh, okay. I put all the dumb violence boys in here. So yeah. mine are like Brian Cage, Dex Harwood, Jake Hager, like Powerhouse well, Hobbs. Like, particularly because the Wikipedia summary said the son of Zeus and Hera, all the other gods despised him except yeah. for Aphrodite. I was like, oh, yeah. so here's this is where the unpleasant men went. So I also put Cash and Dax and mm-hmm. uh, and I put Santana and Wardlow here. But yeah, some people too. I did put in Aries because they like violence, but not because they're uh, unpleasant Detestable. to be around. Yeah. And for them, I put uh, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Mox, yeah. uh, Mercedes Martinez, Miro, Nyla Rose, and Hobbs. Okay. I think we have a lot of overlap because I also had Britt and Jamie. I had Mox. I had Dax and Cash. I put, now this is something I really struggled with, is that... Um, the trickster figure in the Greek pantheon, Hermes, it yeah. seems so fun. And <laughs> I was like, I really need a rat trickster where I can put some of these men. For example, I put Adam Cole in Aries because of like the viciousness, the two-facedness, that kind of yeah. thing. But it's like, he it's really not about the violence. It's about power in a different way with Adam Cole. Like yeah. I, it, he really should be some kind of little snake boy, but I'm not going to put him in there with my sweet Hermes boys. I threw, yeah. I threw all the rat boys and Hermes. Okay. Yeah. That's, like, that makes yeah. sense. I just didn't, yeah. I was like in there with, with, with some who are so much better natured than you. I don't know. I mean, there is like, yeah, there's good every, as gods. There's They've good just got in, a lot of aspects yeah. to them, every, you know? yeah. Every cabin has, has people that are in there for different reasons. So yeah. It just, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I read the whole Aries Wikipedia page after we were watching <laughs> Percy Jackson because I was like, I don't remember very many like myths about Aries, and the and the Wikipedia page is basically like there hardly are any because nobody liked him, and the Greeks <laughs> thought he was like really just like wild and gross kind of, and like Athena was like the good like battlefield strategy one, and Aries was just like oh like people who just like to chop people up and stuff. But um, the one myth there is is that he and Aphrodite had a love affair, but Aphrodite was married to Hephaestus. 
and Hephaestus was really smart, so he caught them in a net while they were doing it naked and then brought all the other gods to, like, look at them and laugh at them while they were naked <laughs> in the net. I didn't know that I was supposed to be putting the pervs in Hephaestus or whatever. I know. So, <laughs> so that's the perf, the perf cabin. Okay, well, now I, I guess. know. Well, he crafted a beautiful net, you know, to... Oh, and the craftsman, yeah. You're mm-hmm. right, yeah. Did any of us put Adam Copeland in this? In I did. Aries? I did. Oh, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't because of no. the two faced thing. I was like, mm. you know, he se- to yeah. me he seems like he's going that way. So I threw him in there. Uh, I put MJF in there too because I was mm. like, this, he just like kind of you know, it seems yeah. like Aries is not well liked. So <laughs> <laughs> she said delicately. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> quite, a, <laughs> to, quite a burn. Yeah. To me, it seemed like Aries was not well liked. <laughs> not popular amongst his peers. Okay. The next one that I have is Artemis. And this is the goddess of the hunt, the wilder, the wilderness, the virginity, the moon, archery, childbirth, protection, and, and again, the plague. Why are so many people the gods? Well, I guess they were dealing with They were dealing, <laughs> they were with, some dealing stuff, with a lot of plague, plague I guess. Yeah. <laughs> The gods who do healing also do, they can make you diseased too. Mm. You know, it's like they just have power over disease. Two sides of a coin, yeah. Yeah. You can see that. So Uh, you guys put all the virgins here? I put Darby. (laughs) (laughs) I did put Darby in there, yeah. I put Darby, (laughs) uh, Jungle Boy, Riho, Red Velvet, Julia Hart. I put Julia Hart in there, yeah. I put Statlander, that alien wilderness outside it all, all the vibes. I, for some reason, that I can't really replicate right now. I did put Brian Danielson in there. I guess maybe because of the wild. The wild. He's out there and loving nature. And I think he does have a certain alien quality. I've certainly said that about his body before. Sure. (laughs) The first time. I put Abaddon in there. Interesting. I put Danny Garcia in there. (laughs) Interesting. Lion Cub. I'm not sure I put him anywhere. I think I might have missed him. Um, yeah, this was, I really felt fond of this category. I have to say, I was like, oh, I want to see those freaks interact. (laughs) I want to see them dancing under the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, my next one I have here is Athena. Okay. And this is, sorry, my cat is in the way. Uh, goddess of wisdom, handicraft and warfare. I wish I was seeing more handicrafts from people <laughs> in wrestling. <laughs> I put uh, Keith Lee in here. I put I Christopher did. Daniels, Aubrey Edwards. I put, I put Aubrey, Aubrey in there. I put Brian Danielson in here. Okay. I thought about I him can't there. explain why I did this. And I actually don't stand with my own decision now, but I, for some reason, put Ty Conti in here. Huh. I don't think I stand <laughs> by that now. I put Chris in here. I can see that. I put Excalibur in here. I think I put him somewhere more pathetic. I was like trying to find somewhere. Like I was like, that's, that's a beaten fair. down kind of figure. I put Deanna Parazzo in here. I don't really remember why. But. You wanted to go somewhere like strong and cool, but I was like, I don't yeah. know that I understand your essential nature well enough I really, yet. I really mm-hmm. was meditating on Deanna yeah. Parazzo for a while being like, you can't. I can't just put her in opposition to Tony. What yes. is she to me? Yeah, everyone listening. This you? is all we did all day for the past twenty four hours. This is all we've uh, been thinking about. My, you can you can tell in our scholarly discourse here. We were meditating on this. And uh, my boss, do not interrupt. 
Leah made a little uh, Excel spreadsheet that I that I used. <laughs> I mean, we went all out. <laughs> okay. Any any other uh, standouts for Athena? No. Okay. So the next one I have here, I'm so worried about my pronunciation throughout here. Uh, Demeter. That's how I would say it too. But okay, Ian, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, oh, yeah. let me read the thing. So she is the. Where is she? Uh, oh, she is the goddess of the harvest, cereal. fertility, agriculture, nature, and the seasons. She presided over grains and the fertility of the earth. Okay, so I put Hangman here because okay. I was like, he's very seasonal. He's very like, he's <laughs> he, he's earthy. <laughs> I love when Hangman season comes around. You know, you go out to get your Hangman season. It's about who he is in that season. You know, he's. A, I, you're saying he's in touch with the with the yeah. earth. Yeah. I, I put everyone here that felt like wholesome to me. So it was like Anthony Bowens, Dante Martin, like Jungle Boy. It's all, they're all cereal boys. They're out there at the harvest, you know? <laughs> I put, uh, I put Keith Lee in here. I think because of that kind of like mild contemplative quality. And I actually put, Tony Khan in here <laughs> because I said it's not AEW the the fertile crescent of <laughs> I did something so disrespectful which is that I put I put Tony Khan in miscellaneous <laughs> that feels right I can see it. Tony Khan do, it does feel like he would be in there like why won't my father claim me <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like in his position, he should be kind of king of the gods, but there's absolutely no way he's, he's going, going in Zeus. He's certainly not going in Zeus. No, I don't see that for him. Um, <laughs> any any other uh, any other standouts for Demeter? No, I just had I just had Hangman in there. He's, he's alone. not the most interesting god, I'm afraid. Okay, let's go on to Dionysus. So uh, he's the god of wine, the grapevine. Fertility, festivity, ecstasy, madness, and resurrection. Patron god of the arts of theater. Art, the art of theater. So I put all of um, Dark Order. So Alex, John, and uh, Evil Uno. And then I put the, the guns. I put the guns. Uh, I put the guns. Yeah. yeah. I put Max Caster. I put Kyle O'Reilly. I put Dan Housen. And then I put, I, I put Jay White. Do you feel good about Jay White in there? I didn't put him in there, but I was playing with it. I think I just kind of left it on the cutting room floor. I was like, I can't make a decision. Yeah. I, You know, I think that he actually, ha- he's another one where I was like, who is the snake god? Like, who is the freak snake? But yeah. we also, I feel like we haven't really gotten to see Jay White's essential nature, except a little bit in the C2. No. So I felt a little incapable of saying it but i juice robinson was the first man i threw in there i said mr animal hello he's going into dionysus's cabin yeah i put a hangman when he's in his alcoholic form that is true true and on a totally different note eddie kingston i put in here in the sort of mad king like divine ecstasy kind of madness revelation Mm -hmm. aspect of dionysus i also put mjf in here because he's the god of theater Okay. So Tony Storm yeah. for the bad. I did put also. I put Tony Storm as well for I put da, uh, Tony Storm and Danhausen in here for the theater part of it. That yes. does make sense. I don't remember where I put Tony, so I'm a little worried about that. But I put also put Kip Sabian in here because he's my little gay wizard. So <laughs> I, I, he's a theatrical child, and I did put Nyla Rose in here because she yeah. likes to have fun. 
She does yeah. like to have fun. This is the Kenny, party cabin. When Kenny Omega's in his belt collector insane form, I also would put him in Dionysus. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I I think it's like it just felt so. Well, no, I don't think I can. I don't think I can clarify my thoughts on it, but I can see that. Um, okay, uh, Hades. I didn't do him because I was following. Oh, you were following the rules. I for some <laughs> reason put Samoa Joe in there, and huh. I don't know. I was because of some personality Honestly, thing I of, read. It kind of feels right. I think. There was like a like a detached kind of passive god situation in one of the descriptions. Yes, I yeah I put like Malachi Black and Abaddon and Danhausen in here just like goss. But I also put Luchasaurus and I don't know why it just felt like a vibe kind of. <laughs> I, could, Taz, I you know maybe. I I played I with know. that too and then I was like he doesn't really have like enough like self direction for me to really like that. But I I was like drawn to it for some reason. Um, I think I refused to put Malachi there because I thought he'd like it too much. I was feeling very vengeful in my own way. And I was like, (laughs) I won't be putting that little goth where I know he wants to go. Where did you put him with? uh... Where did I put him? Maybe I didn't. I think I left him out. I did not put him in. I do like thinking of you being like, I'm putting him in Aries. He'll hate it. He'll hate it there. He's going to have a bad time. Now, this is interesting. Oh, go ahead. And did I hear you say that you put Taz in here? I did, yeah. I uh, I hit Taz and I was say, like, it's say a, more. I was just like, this is a tough one. But they were like, you know, Hades, he's kind of like he's not bad. He's just down there, kind of detached from things, like observing them. So I was like, giving you know, a little bit Taz of Hercules goes down there. Hades, a performer. Yeah. That's true. Mm. That's true. I like the idea of Hades' uh, commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, now I have, this is an outlier, I, I had gotten a list of gods from somewhere and Hecate was on there, and mm. so I was playing in the space, and for some reason I said, that's Hook. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> the goddess of, like, witchcraft uh, the underworld? Yes, I'm aware, Anne, thank you, yes. Oh. It was because of my description explaining about how mysterious and secretive she can be mm-hmm. and how she can both bless or curse and i said sure. sounds like hook to me <laughs> i mean when you put it like that yeah i'm gonna say something so troubling which is that i learned a lot about hecate from uh charmed wow mm. well we learn where we learn <laughs> <laughs> am i right or am i right <laughs> learning happens when it happens and it can't happen before and it can't happen after so you're welcome. <laughs> so true. Now, mm, Hephaestus? Hephaestus? I think so. Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Hephaestus, Hephaestus, Hephaestus. One of those uh, in the realm. The master blacksmith and craftsman of the god, god of the forge, craftsmanship, invention, fire, and volcanoes. The son of Hera, blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, so the thing about Percy Jackson is that he's so ugly that Hera threw him off. <laughs> A, a, like a mountain so i was just like <laughs> i'm worried that to be the yeah. jake hager <laughs> i did put jake hager in there yes i did put him in there yeah anyone who like kind of that tall lurch like quality I actually put the butcher in there too for the same reason just because of the size wow. really you guys really hit the ugly aspect well, of him and i also put um, Excalibur and Tony Schiavone in there because I think they are they're beleaguered craftsmen on commentary. Yeah. 
I put Brian Danielson in there. So you put Brian Danielson in there? Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And he's interesting. got an interesting body. I put Darby Allen in there, too, as an art film creator. Okay. These are people I struggled with. Yeah. This was this drew- kind of your catch-all category? <laughs> but they, I mean, I had reasons. I think uh, yeah. these, are, these are crass people in general. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. I ended up throwing Orange Cassidy in there, but I was just like, well... Best Matt didn't have a good reason to put him elsewhere. So I love the idea of like when you think about Darby's essential nature, and you're like, artist, of course, crafts, <laughs> of course, because of his loving craft. <laughs> he's doing stuff. You can't deny he's I'm, out there I'm doing. You know, work. I never would. <laughs> you know, I would never deny it. Okay, the next one I have here is Hera. And this is uh, the queen of the gods, the goddess of marriage, women, childbirth, and family. Uh, she frequently tried to get revenge on Zeus's lovers and their children, uh, which, like, the revenge thing was, in, was important to me in some of these decisions. I put Adam Copeland in here. <laughs> okay. Hmm. K- kind of a viciousness. I can, yeah. I can see that. I didn't feel like I had a firm handle on well, some I of the personality like, aspects here. I put Christian as Zeus. So Hera, like uh, Adam Copeland is his partner who is getting revenge on him for his bad behavior. I like that very much, Leah. I like what <laughs> you've done. Much. I put I put Matt Menard in there for I uh, similar reasons. I also put reasons. Matt Menard in there. He yeah. is the god of marriage. Yeah, uh, exactly. I had a certain amount of people who I put in here because they're they kind of have a perpetually like cucked energy, you know. <laughs> they're always <laughs> Bryce Wensberg, Brandon Cutler, just kind of like nurturing but like put upon, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I I think I I'm trying to see like what like description I was using. Oh, I had like leaned a lot more towards a kind of a harsher characterization. So I put Soraya in there and I put Thunder Rosa I in did there. Too. I think, I, I mean, that's okay, the thing is that, like, she is a harsher, she can be harsher. She I also put Soraya in here. Yeah. Uh, I put Deanna. Wouldn't Peraza you be in harsh here. if you were dealing with Zeus? So true. Yeah. It's very if your brother has been kept cheating on you, yeah, I'd be mad. <laughs> No. I wouldn't like it personally. No. <laughs> it's not right. It's not yeah. how brother husbands should behave, really. <laughs> <laughs> I put Britt Baker in there as sort of a mean queen-like figure. Mm-hmm. You know? I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I, I think like I that that makes a lot of sense, but I there's something about the the particular viciousness she can bring out that I put in Aries, but I could see it here maybe even better. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have Hermes next. Uh, and Hermes is the messenger of the gods, god of travel, commerce, communication, borders, eloquence, dipl- diplomacy, thieves, and games. Uh, so I put all of best friends in here. Okay, I think I put I put OC, Rocky, and Trent in here, but I did a little something different with Dust. <laughs> <laughs> I really went back and forth, and I don't. Frankly, I think he would prefer to be in a cabin with his friends. But, <laughs> but I did put the rest of them in here, and I put Nick Jackson in here. Interesting. I really struggled with Nick. I I did too. And when one. I explain what I did later, I don't think I don't know if it's going to work. I think it's going to I think it's going to be like 
Darby Allen Hephaestus where you both look at me and are like, okay. <laughs> I think that the simple fact is that Nick wants to be in Matt's cabin and that if only one brother were going to kind of set the tone of like, this is the cabin yeah. that we're in, it would be Matt. So. <laughs> Very difficult stuff. And it stuff. would be Matt to walk into this camp and be like, "My, this is Nick, he's coming with me. And they're like, he's a... He belongs to another god. He's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be coming with me. Uh, I also put Taz in here for some reason. I don't know why. Just his energy, I think. <laughs> I put Yuta in here. I put mm, Ray Phoenix in here. I did put Yuta in here, yeah. I put yeah. Ray Phoenix in there, too. I yeah. put Ortiz in here. Uh, I put Air Fox in here, but only kind of sarcastically because I was like the god of travel. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. If everyone who had a bad visa situation got put in here, I'd be like, a packed out category. Get Kyle in there. I put all the little rat boys. So I put like Adam Cole, Jay White, yeah. Kylo. I put Kip and Penelope in here. I put Chris Jericho in here because of his many faces and his reinvention. Mm. But it Love was, that. you know, thought about Zeus as well. But yeah. I can see that. Okay. Now I did, oh yeah, this is not one of the, this is not on our list of the main ones, but I did uh, Hestia. I don't know if that's how you say it. And I did put Bryce in there. That's the only person I put in there. (laughs) The only one. And I said, Bryce is the goddess of the hearth. So (laughs) that felt right to me. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> He's just a sweet little guy. I did look at the Wikipedia page for Hestia that also was like, not in very many stories because the heart don't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just worshipped her at home. It was just it was nice, sweet and domestic. In the in the lore of Percy Jackson, she was the 12th Olympian until Dionysus got made into a god and she gave up her place for him because she essentially was like, well, like I'll just be here no matter what. I'll just be... <laughs> Don't the just fires be of by my old hearth and don't worry <laughs> about old Hestia. <laughs> Classic stuff. Uh, okay, the next one I have here is Poseidon. Okay, so it the description, Anne was not wrong that it's just like water. So yeah. God of the seas, water, storms, hurricanes, earthquakes, and horses. So my reasoning here was that like yes. the sea sometimes can be like absolutely crazy and chaotic and yes. tsunamis or whatever and sometimes it's very very calm and you yes. can't like really trust that you understand what's going on with it it's yes. kind of you can't see all the way to the bottom so i have put uh <laughs> eddie kingston i put Sheeta, eddie in there nick jackson and I, pack in here i put pack because he comes from the sea yeah, yeah. yeah. pack literally and is poseidon i was like he doesn't yeah. go in the cabin he is poseidon <laughs> he is poseidon the, yeah the only two i put in there were pack and big bill because of his wet jeans you know? <laughs> that was just like wet it's good now i did something a little crazy here which is just that i had one of my, my description of poseidon that i had here playing on um you know the nature of the sea Poseidon, moody, tempestuous, clever, creative, fond of beauty and mystery. (laughs) Wow, interesting. (laughs) So I threw quite a few people in here, actually, because I love the sea, I think. (laughs) I put Swerve in here. I put Kenny in here. I seem to have put Jay White in here. (laughs) I put Hangman in here. And I did. Wow. That's a fun little gang in your side. And I did put Mommy's little baby Chuck Taylor in here. Now, you may say that's insane. 
But it was mm. only because I was like, which of these gods is kind of a low-energy sulker? And it was none <laughs> of them, but moody is what I was looking for. I was just looking for that specific energy that Dustin brings sometimes that's like, there's a lot going on in my head right now that I, you're not going to understand until I suddenly say something kind of mean in an interview. <laughs> so I put him in Poseidon, and I know he's not happy about it. I know he's like all my no, friends he's, are he's furious at you about it, but I Hermes. do kind of get it. Because I also think that, like, so Poseidon is the middle brother between Hades and Zeus, and he's, like, trying to keep the peace, which is something that Chuck Taylor oh, ends up absolutely. doing true, between O.C. and yeah. Greg. O.C. and Greg, so. yeah. The fact that Wikipedia, in their little, like, three-sentence summary, called him, quote-unquote, the middle brother was insane <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's like are we doing birth order stuff with the gods like apparently (laughs) i put chuck taylor with persephone because he's always been abducted and i never see him oh that's right I we just think about it as Miro's butler and yeah, yeah. we are Demeter. Just we are Demeter and he's grieving. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. Well, he has a, he has a, he's many faces here and I don't think any of us were wrong. We all captured a little <laughs> something. And then the final category I have is Zeus. Zeus is the king of the gods and ruler of Mount Olympus, god of the sky, lightning, thunder, law, order, and justice. So I put Kenny, Christian Cage, Chris Statlander, Penta. I don't know if I stand by that. I, I put, Penta put Penta in there. there. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm glad Interesting that we all, yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> I put Sting and Thunder Rosa. I put Sting in there. Uh, I put Chris Jericho in there. I yeah. think just because of the sense of self-importance. No, I could see it. I only put... I put Chris Jericho and Hera because I put Jake Hager as Hephaestus. And I was like, Jake, Chris Jericho threw Jake Hager off the mountain. <laughs> that was the only reason I did it. <laughs> I still can't believe that finally somebody else got Jake Hager in the divorce. I know. I never thought that they would ever be apart. It hurts me, Crazy. to be it honest. Uh, I did. I also played with putting Christian in here. But I really struggled with trying to put Christian somewhere that I felt suited that kind of like cold dish dispassionate quality that he has sometimes, you know, his kind of like then parish like, energy, but I know, but I like put Christian the here patriarch, too. The patriarch. The patriarch. I, 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 I know like, I'm, I'm not pushing, I'm not pushing back to be clear. I'm saying I was really torn. Yeah. I can see how you went that way. Yeah. I put Nick Jackson in here as just sort of like orderly, but also a bit of a hothead, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Wow. Yeah. I thought John Moxley could go in here. He could. I if it wasn't for how much he loves violence, I would have put him here because he does I mean he, he loves violence of, so much. He loves it so much. He's just a I, real brawler. Miro could go in here too. Kinda unpredictable. I'm not happy with majestic. Mike Kenny. I still am not happy. I, I'm gonna have to keep playing with Kenny. I'm that happy. I create with Poseidon. I created quite a little cat. <laughs> they are not getting along in there. They are not having fun. I put Tony Storm in there too for some reason. Wow. I think because of the mercurial Storm. quality. Uh, it is rough in there. Dustin wants <laughs> out of there. He does not like it. He is not having fun. He's hoping to get abducted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
put sticking himself out the ca- outside the cabin, free to a good home. <laughs> Cowboy, take me away. Okay. Well, uh, did wow. I miss uh, any categories? Nope. No. This wow, is the I think time. You did of a great life. job. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. Uh, again, send us send us your ideas or your uh, your criticism. As you can tell, it's not as easy as you might think. I mean. You're going to go down that, that list and you're going to hit, you know, Penta and you're going to be like, God, I don't know. And then you're all going to put him in Zeus. But like, I know. I feel really relieved because I like I wasn't sure that I could really articulate why it just felt right. It is something about yeah. his energy. Kind of, like you could just see Penta being him. like, I am a son of Zeus, of course. Like he just feels <laughs> yeah. so confident in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think that the Greeks should have had a better trickster god, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's like he seems really like f- I like that there was some place for like the nice tricksters, but it doesn't feel like the Greeks really embraced the idea that some gods are fucking rats. Little yeah. rats. I bet there's They're, like a good minor god, but like I don't know them well enough. Yeah. They're really in these these top level gods. There aren't the enough top, like silly little guys, gods. I would yeah. say. I know? did I went looking for the Greek god of deceit, and I did find one who was the son or daughter, now I can't remember, of the god of dark and the god of night or something well not god not god one was a goddess (laughs) so don't worry about it's true they were coming out of thighs and stuff so why couldn't why couldn't two gods make a baby if they wanted to if it's just gonna pop out of a body part but um, you know they're transforming into swans and you know they're doing they're doing all kinds of stuff but um Anyway, I was reading the Wikipedia page and then the Wikipedia was just like, didn't really show up in the lore. And it was like, okay, well, it's just like a kind of like an original (laughs) character that someone made up at some point and just like didn't really get integrated into the canon. (laughs) I really want to like really assertively tell someone to be like, the Greek gods were not silly enough. I don't think that, you know, that's something that they've addressed. Yeah, they really weren't thinking about people casting them as wrestlers when they're <laughs> coming up with their religion. So disappointing. Um, okay, well, I think uh, on that note, I've been Allie. I've been Ann. And I've been Leah. This is Tunnel Talk. Our theme is by Chris Gorkin. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Tunnel Talk Pod via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I will say uh, we have, I think, three um, mm-hmm. three five-star review requests in the tank, so we'll get a, a you know an episode scheduled soon. If you want us to watch something, we're so excited about everything that we have. We have, we have three really mm. good ones. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, you guys sent us some great suggestions. So if, if you ever want us to watch something, uh, just uh, give us a five-star review and let us know what you want us to watch. Um, you can also find us on the Social Suplex Network feed uh, where you can check out some of the other great podcasts on the network. Uh, and you can find us on the Social Suplex Network Discord too, as Leah mentioned, where uh, we sometimes are asking for game requests. Uh, and as always, please come back next week. I
God. I did almost at one point. This was what I, this is the theory that I then had about Matt and Nick. I was like, maybe they just have the same mother. Two different God, two different parents, but same mother. Mm-hmm. And then raised together. Yeah. Of course. Of camp. course, raised Obviously. together. Right. Yeah. By their mother, yeah. a godfucker. <laughs> Super godfucker. Yeah. I couldn't get Big enough. Big time godfucker. <laughs> what did you where did you put Nick? In Poseidon. <laughs> oh yeah. You're so all Poseidon. So they wouldn't the parenting wouldn't work out there. <laughs> Why? Because Matt's the, the Matt's got a mom. A boy and and Nick's, I, don't, I don't care because you said that Athena is getting people pregnant by like sticking her finger in their brain. So so I don't see why she can't stick her finger in a woman's brain and give her the thought of a baby and the woman has a baby. What's wrong it, with that? If it was one, Athena, one that'd them, be one thing, but Aphrodite. One of them put a penis in and one of them put a thought in the brain. Aphrodite's fucking. Bitch, fucking, but still putting a baby in there. Don't you tell me she can't do it. Don't you tell me she doesn't have the ability. Don't you tell me that. Don't you ever say that she to me. She figure fucks a baby into Matt's mom? She does. Yes, she fucking does. And that's how Matt Jackson is born. I'm putting this at the end of the episode after the credits. <laughs> and finger fucks be, a baby into Matt's mom. It's yeah, not going to be the cold open. It's going to be after, after the, the credits, credits. No one will hear it. It's, no one will hear it. It's, it's, it's the hot blows. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.